0: more is there to wait for what more do you need to see we've made vaccinations free safe and convenient the vaccine is FDA approval over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot we've been patient but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us so please do the right thing just don't take it from leave. Me, me. Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Snell Nation. So, our president uh, put out a uh, his I guess, plan, uh, and, I, and I use that word uh, lightly, a plan, uh, to deal with the rest of us uh, unvaccinated heathens that are running amongst um, this peaceful and glorious society. <laughs> I I only listen to like the clips. I don't really watch um, uh, much uh, mainstream news. I dig around through some of the independent uh, what's left of the independent uh, news sector. Um, and I, and I kind of look for the highlights when it comes to presidential addresses, that sort of thing, because it's, it's all meaningless for the most part. Um, but every so often you get something that just makes you laugh just a little bit. And what you just listened to was, uh, Biden pretty much just crying out, um, and making the demand for the, uh. The unvaccinated to join the ranks of the, the vaccinated, the, the 200 million Americans that have at least received one shot so far in this country, which is uh, substantial. It's a very high number, considering that, what have we got, 330 million people in this country? Uh, so he wants to encourage that. But the aggression and and the tone, I mean, really says it all if if everything that's happened thus far over the past 18 months doesn't scream tyrannical i i don't know what else would when you're when you're making these demands and calling out a section of the country and then saying that that group is a threat to everyone else they're endangering others they're selfish they're inconsiderate you know and, and making statements that it's it's not about freedom of choice you know, it, it's it's, you know, it's not about those things. You know, it's about protecting yourself and protecting those around you, and that's that's a direct quote. One of the one of the many crazy things he said in his short statement, and so many people will hear that. Some will agree, some will slightly disagree, um, and and many others will just ignore it. But those are pretty huge statements, and the fact that he's making these. Making these claims, essentially stating on national television that the unvaccinated are a danger or a threat to the vaccinated population, and making that statement several times, I, and no one, no one's going to push that, you know, and, and push back or, or raise some some flags, maybe ask some questions, maybe, hey, Mr. President, I don't, what what are you talking about, you know, so. Another one of his claims is that he's going to sign an executive order to push to have employers with 100 employees or more to be fully vaccinated. And then that, of course, includes um, all federal employees. So, of course, once. You know, and I've been following all these crazy mandates and everything, um, because I I knew they were coming since last summer. um, Once the the quote unquote vaccines um, uh, became mass produced and distributed, you know, because I mean, a drug dealer needs customers, you know, and in this scenario, the drug dealer reigns supreme and can even get the authorities to force new customers his way it's it's a it's a beautiful day if you work for a pharmaceutical company or if you invest in one, especially if you invest in Pfizer, Moderna or Johnson and Johnson. Um, there was even a clip I watched that showed the stock price for Pfizer just skyrocket up, you know as that statement was made on national television about a forthcoming vaccine mandate um, through an executive order, which it says a lot about our uh, our society as a whole. Um, and and the way we respond to things. But anyway, so he throws this out there and he sounds so serious and makes it sound so deadly. And, you know, and and I'm signing this, this, and this. And people will reach out to me and they'll ask me, well, what are you going to do? And I've been asked that question quite a few times, whether it's with Uh, Social distancing and uh, COVID travel requirements for international travel, um, uh, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, all that stuff. And my response is typically the same. I I usually chuckle and laugh at first. Um, But my response is my my principles don't change because some guy makes some statement. I don't care if he's wearing a suit, if he's wearing some sort of a a uniform, um, if he's wearing a lab coat. My, my principles don't waver. Those are the only things that I'm a slave to. I'm a slave to nothing else, just my principles. So because some guy goes on TV who sits in a position and believes that he holds some sort of a power over me, issues a decree <laughs> stating I will do something, that doesn't automatically mean that all my principles go out the window, all my critical thinking all the analysis, all that stuff, decision making, you know, uh, my, my logic just goes away and I just nod my head and then I just line up and roll up my sleeve. No, that's, that's not, well, that may be how quite a few Americans operate considering over 200 million people have gotten the shot, you know, and that's their choice and that's fine. That's the choice they made. Um, but my choice is no, uh, no, thank you. And so that's the response I typically give. What are you gonna do? I'm okay I'm good no thank you i don't I don't want it I'm healthy I don't need it um but the doctor says this, not my doctor <laughs> that's not what my doctor's saying so nope i'm I'm fine no no thank you, but what about your neighbor? What about your friends? What about your grandmother uh well my my grandmother isn't too worried about this um majority of my family isn't all that concerned um no 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 thank you well that's very selfish of you uh how (laughs) how exactly you know it's just it's amazing just how far this has gone i mean i knew it was possible i've always known it was possible if you can if you can ignite a mass hysteria or a mass psychosis through um just chronic fear for an extended period of time you know, i've always known that you can get people to do just about anything you know especially in large groups and if you get enough of them on board they'll help police up the the rest of them the stragglers and once this whole vaccine thing started you know i just knew once once it crosses that 50 percent threshold you know once at least 160 million americans were uh were vaccinated or at least got the first shot which means they're, they're gonna get the second one they're just waiting Then the narrative would start to shift and then the the focus would be solely on the unvaccinated. Divide and conquer the split us up and then to turn one side against the other. Dehumanize that other side. I mean, it's been done plenty of times in the past. We've seen it before. And it's every society thinks that they're special, that that they're immune from certain things happening. We look back at We look back at Nazi Germany all the time and we look at Hitler and we look at all of his minions and, you know, his uh, his secret police forces, the red shirts, the brown shirts and uh, all that kind of stuff. And we uh, we think that that was just unique to that time, that it never happened before that time and it could never happen after that time. And each time a society is proven wrong in, in an incredible fashion. And I was talking to someone earlier today just about actually it was about nazi germany and and I always recommend the book they thought they were free um where a uh where a writer and journalist actually talks to ten citizens this is after World War two to get their perspective just before they became a Nazi just what were they doing before you know and how did they make that leap to being okay with the mass murder of millions of people and so many of them. Their story started out kind of like this, <laughs> where it was just these little small changes in their their hierarchy, um, in the way they live their lives, the way they interact with one another, with change, small changes in laws, social interactions, all that stuff, little things. And it just kept building up and building up and building up. And then once it reached a, a, a summit, a, a peak, then the propaganda and the narrative started to shift and once all the division happened and the indoctrination was solid and there was that split then it was turning one side against the other and dehumanizing that other side which is why you had millions of germans that were perfectly fine with millions of jews being killed they didn't give it a second thought because the programming was complete the dehumanization was complete; they didn't see them as people, and we're starting to see little subtle bits <laughs> of of propaganda that's being pushed against the unvaccinated now, obviously, we haven't reached um that extent, of course, um but all that stuff didn't happen in a day. <clears throat> it took years of cultivation. And massaging of the culture and and the climate of that time to get people to that point where they no longer saw a particular group of people as human. I mean, it, it's happened plenty of times throughout throughout human history. And here we are now where we have even the president of the United States dividing up a group, taking a group of people, dividing them up, and then having them focus on one group and attack that other group to a certain end. Now, yes, he did not say those words to attack someone, but when you're making threats and then you're, you're threatening someone's way of life because they won't join the other group or the the collective. I mean, that, that says something. And we're not talking about just five people here or 10 people or a million people. We're talking about over 80 million And I'm sure the number's higher than that. And another big issue in all this is you go on TV, you issue threats, you throw out mandates like that means something when it's not a law, it means nothing. It's a great scare tactic. It sounds official, a mandate. No, no, no. I'm sorry that 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 dog don't hunt here, you know, but all of that and you have yet to address a single concern that these 80 million plus have you want to demonize and isolate and segregate and ostracize a huge chunk of this country and you want to act like there's we we have no concerns no warranted concerns nothing at all you won't you won't discuss the billions and billions of dollars these pharmaceutical companies are making off of this deal—you won't discuss that. You won't discuss the shady deals that Pfizer has made with multiple countries in uh, in South America, where they have them putting up military bases and 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 uh, their 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 uh, bank reserves and all that stuff up for collateral to cover future uh, lawsuits from vaccine injuries. You won't address that. You won't address the thousands of people that have died in this country alone in the US that have died hours, not weeks, not months, not years, but hours after getting one of these shots. You won't address that. You won't address the hundreds of thousands of people that have experienced um, injuries from these vaccines and that are already trying to take legal action, either against the FDA or against a pharmaceutical company and and in both those those instances, they have no legal leg to stand on. <clears throat> now, sure, there are um, two government programs that are designed to help um, with well, it's all under the umbrella of uh, vaccine court. Um, but if you look that up, there's plenty of literature on that and how broken that system is, and how corrupt it is, and how it doesn't it doesn't follow the path of a uh, traditional court. So good luck with that. But you're not going to address any of these things. No, you Nothing. You have nothing to say about any of these concerns. But you're going to preach to me and, and tell me that I'm not taking responsibility. I'm not looking out for my community. For, from the people that have time and time again have let down uh, not just communities, but entire states and entire nation. Hundreds of millions of people lied to, you know, uh, uh, politicized and activated and and utilized by our branches of government. And then what? Now you want to be the altruist. Now you want to, you know, call me out because I don't want to take part in something that I believe is wrong for so many reasons. You can go into the religious, you can go into the philosophical, but the, the, the list just keeps growing by the day. And when people go on national television, whether it's you know from our executive branch or our legislative branch, because every once in a while you'll have a member of Congress um uh showing just how shallow their knowledge is on a lot of different things, and they start to speak uh outside of their depth, they'll make wild claims about the impacts of unvaccinated in, in workplaces and in parks and playgrounds and schools and in their own homes, around family members and around their own children and pretty much anything to stir the pot, anything to get that fear mongering, you know, and, and and to continue to drive that wedge between two large groups of people. And that's pretty large. I mean, we're talking about over 80 million people that are unvaccinated and we're talking over 200 million people that at least have one shot or both shots. I mean, how is that, how is that going to end? And then you're, you're some of them even said the words that the unvaccinated are killing people. And no one, no one calls out these politicians that make statements like that and the damage those statements cause to our communities, to our society as a whole. And now we have our president making similar claims based off of nothing. Because the individuals, when they make these claims that oh the unvaccinated are spreading are super spreaders, but they also won't touch on these cases where people that are fully vaccinated are not only getting COVID, not only spreading COVID, but also dying from COVID. And those numbers continue to go up and up and up and up. More and more stories are just popping up all over the place. The media, they can't work fast enough to try and cover these things up or, or minimize them. But th- that they won't address that because it goes against the narrative. You know, so. I, th- I just think it's. It's incredibly disappointing, but because a lot of this where we are now was a bit of an inevitability. Uh, it's it's still a sad thing to watch, though. To see people on, you know, like the Fourth the of July always like to go back to the 4th of July. Seeing people the 4th of July 2020 um, the people that were able to secretly gather <laughs> and then here in 2021 where people were gathering in, in clusters and some were still wearing their masks as they were fire, shooting up fireworks and people were giving all these speeches and you know they were talking about 1776 and they were talking about the Constitution all that stuff. It's it's amazing Just I just I wish I could understand. I wish I could comprehend the mental gymnastics required to celebrate freedom and and independence and and, and freedom from a tyrannical government a few hundred years ago to where we are now and being okay with that. You know, how do you reconcile that? And I always said, let me throw in my disclaimer. You know, I'm not telling anyone what to do. I'm certainly not. I'm not trying to tell anyone what to do with their time or their body because no one has that right. But that individual, you know, but how do you reach? How do you get to that place where you are comfortable with that? Where, you know, 200 million Americans, I'm assuming, let's just say 200 million Americans. Are okay with that, but we'll still celebrate the Fourth of July, we'll still celebrate you know, Memorial Day and, and, and Veterans Day and, you know, and, and we'll talk about the, the, the good old days and, and the bad old days and all these um, mountains that our ancestors had to climb, you know, to reach a summit, you know, all these grand achievements and everything all centered around freedom, you know, and, and to be here. And it only took us 20 years to get here, eh, a little more. I mean, I believe a lot of it started, you know, post immediately after 9-11 with Patriot Act, which came just about three, four weeks um, after the 9-11 attacks. But I'll talk more about September 11th tomorrow. But anyway. All of this. And still, if you say like tyranny, you know, if you if you say, hey, this this is this is madness. This is this is totalitarianism light. You know, this is like this the lead up. To when all the terrible stuff is gonna happen like people look at you some anyway will look at you like you're crazy I told someone that I was a uh, anti-authoritarian and they just their eyes got big and they said oh you're wait you're against authority no no I'm not against authority I'm against illegitimate forms of illegitimate authority that's what I'm against what's an illegitimate authority and all I could do is just shake my head like you 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 can't think of one example of an illegitimate authority, an illegitimate form of authority in this country. In twenty twenty one, you nothing. You can't think of anything. CDC, CIA, FBI, Department of Homeland Security, you know, I, I I don't the list goes on and on. You can go international, you go to the World Health Organization, there's another one. Um and there's plenty of examples. These organizations that are dictating things like what 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 you wear uh, over your face and how long you do it, how long you wear it for, where you can go and where you can't go, where you can travel internationally, where you can't travel internationally, where you can work, where you can't work, you know, and now. Oh, wait a minute. You also have to put these chemicals in your body. You know what's in it. Oh, here's a list of what's in it and you just have to trust us. We're known liars, thieves, crooks, and degenerates, but you have to trust us. Here, take this. Uh, take this, says the president. <laughs> I I don't care who's saying it. I don't care if it's the president. I don't care if it's my own mother. If I don't think it's right, if I think there's a problem, my answer is no. That's it. But I just... I, I just love—well, not love, but I, it just fascinates me. All of this. I mean, I know some people uh, have reached out to me in, in great frustration, and just you know what to do, what to do, what to do. And as always, I just tell people, hey, just well, f- first and foremost, remember the three C's: cool, calm, collective. Something I learned when they did a speech and debate in uh, in high school, whatever. Whenever I would feel the heat was coming on and I was running out of time to put together a, uh, a rebuttal or a statement or whatever, I would just remember cool, calm, collective. You know, and and understand that you know so most societies operate in a cycle, and we're just in one of the bad cycles, <laughs> and it'll pass with time. But um, as more and more people um, care less and less about how they're governed um and the bar continues to just drop all the way to uh rock bottom in regards to our politicians and the role they play and the overall role the government plays in our lives you know it's only going to get worse and it's it's unfortunate i mean I, i'm glad I, i'm starting to see more and more people ask questions and be somewhat concerned um but it's it's still not enough uh But we still have you know all of our great distractions keeping us busy and you know of course all of our sports and things and and, um uh, a lot of concerts and things are picking back up all that kind of stuff so we can get kind of wrapped up in all that as we continue to lose more and more freedom more and more liberty um to the point where the you know last year we we had the the government dictating um to you uh when and where you can worship your god and that was huge, um, but the media did their job. They put the spin on it. Of course, it was for your own safety. Um, it was for your health. Um, and a majority of people just nodded their heads. Yeah, a couple of pastors got arrested for trying to just hold their services anyway. It also happened in Canada, Ireland, a couple other places. Um, and those communities, and th- these are Christians, um, these are Muslims, these are people with strong Faiths, or at least many of them at least, presented themselves in that way. Um, but they just stood by and just shrugged their shoulders and said, Well, maybe the government has a point you know. <laughs> and that's just another that's another one of those things, the mental gymnastics. It's the same thing when, you know, I mentioned earlier about those that believe in, in freedom and and you know this great constitutional republic you know when fourth of july comes around they get all patriotic and extra whoa yeah you know and those same people have nothing to say about what's happening right now and it's kind of the same thing with those those hardcore christians hardcore muslims hardcore pretty much well any religion that had a place of worship that had had a had a uh, an agenda and a schedule and and a, something that was set up and something that was private. They had their own personal, private, um, uh, religious journey, and the government stepped in and said, "You know what? I don't care about your personal uh, religious journey. You will do as I say because it's for your own good." And those same people that have all those convinc- convictions, all that energy, all that passion, just um, for the most part, just said, "Oh, all right." You know, just like all the lockdowns last year, it was the same thing. So many people just said, "Ah, oh, this makes sense. Now, for me personally, I had a problem with it at first. But then when I saw that when I was going out and working out and running, that I wasn't running into anyone on the trails and the uh, the bike trails and hiking trails were completely clear. And some of the activities I was able to do with my daughter, there was hardly anyone there, especially last year. I was kind of on the fence. Just kidding. I it's all terrible. It's it's all terrible. Fear fear is a terrible thing. <laughs> but yeah, there, there was a lot less traffic. But anyway, sorry. Getting off topic here. You know, so this president is <laughs> is cranking out executive orders like crazy. I can't remember what the number is. He's got a couple hundred by now. I mean, they're just, just flying off the shelf, like hotcakes. They're just flying off. And people treat these things as if they're law. People look at this stuff as if it um, it supersedes the uh, the Constitution. When in reality, noth- nothing supersedes that. Now, there there have been plenty of people over the years that have come along to try to... Uh, pretend like it's a law but the bottom line is you know mandatory is not a law mandated is not a law requested ordered ordinance decree compulsory these aren't these aren't laws these are just things that someone just threw together and they make it seem legitimate they make it seem legal they make it seem like it's coming from a form of legitimate authority when it's not And a lot of people fall for this stuff. And it's hard to blame them. I mean, we've got we've got our mainstream media where n- not a single network cares about the American people. Not a single one. Over 90% of these media outlets, uh, I, I'm talking just through through cable news, um, through your, your social media accounts, <clears throat> through, I mean, all of it nearly all of it think it's like 92 percent are controlled owned and controlled by six corporations six i mean you don't see the danger there you don't think there could be a form of collusion there where they can come together and decide what's news and what isn't news who should get the focus and who should be shunned and censored I mean, I've talked about things like this in smaller forums probably over the past decade. Um, But I never encountered widespread censorship until uh, summer of 2020. That's when I started to see things being taken down, my YouTube channel being just obliterated, being banned from Twitter, being uh, temporarily banned from LinkedIn, then being allowed to come back on under another account. And now yesterday that it's a complete ban, (laughs) complete banishment, you know, uh, account, account taking down on on Facebook, another account restricted, you know, uh, all this stuff and all these quote unquote fact checkers, which I love that concept that just started out of nowhere, you know, and no one can see the danger in all this, or I should say no one, but many for some reason still still think still that this is just another another decade you know this is just another you know swine flu um, uh, uh, SARS you know Ebola situation where if everybody just complies it'll all go away just give them what they want and they'll leave us alone I mean, I've even heard someone make that statement or something along those lines, and it's, it's, it's sad. It's almost as sad as watching hundreds of millions of Americans beg and plead for a political savior to step forward and protect them from the corporations, to protect them from the broken, uh, corrosive and uh, divisive institutions, I mean it's 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 just sad i mean it's clear that the the mega corporations have a stranglehold on our branches of government you know and you might think that i don't know what i'm talking about but i implore you and you can all this information i swear is in the public domain i swear i think they're just counting on uh maybe they believe that we're so dumbed down um, that 300 million people just there's no way enough of them will actually go online and actually do a little bit of research um, but if you just dig around and and look at the campaign contributions you know for uh, congressional members you know look at that legislative branch because they hold a great deal of power look at the executive branch you know why is it that it it, it costs what over 12 billion dollars total for that whole fiasco, the presidential selection of 2020 that we got. You know, how did it become so expensive? You know, why is it that big money and big business, why is it so woven throughout this? We can't even tell anymore where government ends and, and big business begins. They've just become one whole entity. And if that's the reality, how can we be comfortable with Trusting the judgment of these federal agencies. And uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at you, FDA. FDA approval, Pfizer. Okay. Well, the former commissioner of the FDA, as I mentioned in another podcast, works for Pfizer. And there's been plenty of that where they bounce back and forth between their it's the same thing in the Pentagon. You look back at our sec, our current Secretary of Defense, who sat on the board for Raytheon, made millions there. And you look at the past few before him, you know, and you'll see just this same pattern where big business is woven throughout the system. And have just it's rotten to the core, period. And if you think Biden resigning, you know, um, or or Emperor Harris stepping up. And uh, attacking him, using our constitution to get him to resign because of his uh, depleting mental faculties. And you think that we'll be in a much better position, you're wrong. If you think swapping out just a, a couple of puppets for more puppets, I mean, that that's ridiculous. That's the that's the definition of insanity. It's we're just banging our head against the wall, doing the same thing over and over again. The same the same mistakes. The same poor choices. And the same um, avoidance of core issues, and I know the truth is scary, but until we face it, this this nightmare will just continue. And I will, I will keep saying this every chance I get, the number one issue, the number one issue that should be on the minds of every single American in this in this country, and heck even citizens in other countries. <laughs> Because a lot of our governments are, are on the same template, except Australia. They're on a whole other level. They're, they're like two, three years ahead of everyone else as far as uh, the, the uh, tyrannical transformation. But the number one thing should be an immediate separation of big business and big government, period. And then once that separation is done and there's complete transparency as far as the money goes, then there needs there needs to be an immediate reduction in government power. And there needs to be an abolishment of several of these federal agencies. I mean, the Department of Homeland Security, I think, has 22 agencies falling underneath it with a staff of, um, I think, over 200000 people. And I am older than the Department of Homeland Security. (laughs) And what has it done? So that's it, there needs to be the the detanglement of big business, to big government, and then the American people, since it's our government, since that's what we're told, we should be able to look at the budget, we should be able to look at the efforts of these federal agencies, and we should be the deciding factor on who stays and who goes if this really is a constitutional republic, if that's what we really are, I mean, I I think we're like a totalitarian oligarchy, but there's some people that still have hope and still see us as a constitutional republic. Well, if that's what we are, then the American people should have a say in how we proceed going forward. And many of these agencies, you know, uh, know, I'm, I'm looking at you CIA, you know, have have done nothing meaningful that actually helped the american people i mean the cia just has just a, a a blood trail you know that goes back 50 years of them doing nothing but just um uh coup after coup after coup you know um there uh, so many so many atrocities there's there's too many to count and i'm going to save that for a different uh a different podcast Hashtag abolish the CIA, but I'm going to say that for another time, but it's time to start asking questions, you know, and I, and I believe it's time to not only just ask questions, but to issue demands and issue those demands in, um, uh, in word and in action. And all this just twiddling our thumbs and just nodding our heads, you know, I, sure okay you know well if we just do this thing if we just social distance it'll be okay if we just stay in our homes for for two weeks you know to stop the spread you know we'll we'll be all right you know if, if we just wear this mask you know we'll flatten the curve you know just a couple of weeks if we just get this shot if we just get these two shots if we just get these three shots and a possible booster every year <laughs> I mean, this is this is this is madness. This is this is madness. And if no one else will call it, call it as such, you know what? Fine. I'll be the guy. I mean, it is absolute madness. The, the It defies all logic, all logic and reason. I mean, just the fact that a group of people can come to me and say, you need to get vaccinated to help protect me from the uh from the virus that i got vaccinated against so i don't get the the virus (laughs) people will say things like this with a straight face and you it just it just blows my mind i just look and i just like you just said that 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 makes no sense but that came out of your mouth and you and you think that you're that you're on the ball that you're on the right side of history this is this is Unbelievable, Unbeliev and I'm still waiting for uh, the thousands of doctors that have been censored, the the pediatricians, uh, the nurses, the, the OBs, all that stuff, for them to get a chance that you know to say something. Because there's there's plenty of uh, uh, virologists and epidemiologists and all that stuff that have something counter narrative to share, but they have to do it on the fringes of society. They have to do it. You know, behind closed doors and they have to go through all these different um, uh, avenues that are away from the mainstream media that alone that alone tells me that I'm doing the right thing that I made the right decision by not getting it and that I'm continuing to make the right decision by continuing to not get it <laughs> but anyway I think I'll leave it there it just gives us uh so much to think about and we we constantly just continue to to move forward and you know treat this as though this is just another another day but i can promise you that it's not this is a uh, incredibly unique time um uh not necessarily unique in what's happening but unique in the methods that are being employed to make it happen you know, because of all the technology and all the things we have now, you know, so the tactics have slightly changed, you know, but the methods overall are still the same. And I'll leave you with one pretty simple quote. And this comes from Martin Luther King Jr. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. Civil rights leader. It's kind of a big deal. Got assassinated. Family had an open case. State that the FBI was involved in his assassination. But anyway, nah let me let me keep going his quote one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws so keep in mind that uh legal doesn't always mean moral because there was a time where the the we had the jim crow laws legal slavery was legal and technically the holocaust was legal in that region, in Germany, it, it was it was legal. But that doesn't mean that it is moral or just. So keep that in mind when someone says something about a law or a mandate or a decree or a whatever. Just understand. That, you know, once all when once the dust settles and people look back on these moments, you know, it's not going to be, oh, was that legal at that time or not? It's going to be was that just was that moral Was that person or those people on the right side of history? So keep that in mind going forward. Thanks a lot for listening in. Thank you as always for your feedback and support. Snell Nation out.